Thanks for tuning in to the Beer Mighty Things podcast, your place for education and happenings for all things craft beverage. I'm your host, Kyle Reiner. I hope you obtained some value from our show because, as you know, far better it is to Beer Mighty Things. Cheers. Today we welcome in Carly and Tim of Tannery Run Brew Works in Ambler, Pennsylvania. Welcome in you too. Thanks for taking the time. Hello. Hi. Thanks for having us. <laughs> we are all remote. This is the three-way uh, conference call here. So uh, good to see you uh, from a distance. From a distance. You always have something to sing about. I do. The life of the party. I love it. I'm excited to discuss a little bit about the uh, under brewery waterway. Uh, there's some some dragons going on as well as uh, something unique, Tim, is uh, splash brewing. So um, I want to dig into that. Let me take something that I thought was pretty neat. It's on your website. Uh, and it says, you know, for, for those folks who maybe aren't uh, too familiar with your folks or haven't been to your brewery, uh, you have on your website, our home was constructed among the rocks and waters of the creek. The team that drafts and serves our chosen elixirs is a family connected and devoted to our roots. The tastes we present are fresh and new, and the service we offer is dynamic. We're exciting yet consistent, open yet warm. There is no replacement. I love that. Thanks. That is cool, and that is absolutely true. Your place is unique. The bar tops are great. The artwork, I mean, it's a unique spot. So tell me about that, and, um, you know, Carly, you have a, a – waterway that runs under your brewery we do so um the tannery run flows directly below our building and that is the inspiration for the name of our uh our company and our entire brand and it really um it runs through all of our uh branding if you will so like i know we're just listening right now but if you get the chance look at our logo because it, um, we put a lot of thought into the concept there, and it illustrates not only the importance of water um, in the brewing process and the importance of water to us as taking the name from the waterway that flows below our building, but also speaks to our splash brewing method that Tim will get into a little bit later. And these, these two dragons, these two dragons have names, do they not? Uh, well, originally, there's the uh, the hop dragon and the malt dragon. Um, so if you are looking at our logo right now, you'll see this like yin-yang uh, dragon waterway thing happening. So we've got the, uh, according to the German beer purity laws of 1516, which I, I always butcher this, but I'll try it anyway. Breinschkeinstabalt. <laughs> Good work. Close enough. Okay, um, so that says that there's only three ingredients to beer, uh, water, hops, and malt. So you can see them in our dragons, and I'll show you Kyle, even though you've probably heard this a bunch of times right now, um, that what they didn't know back then was about yeast, which I kind of consider the magic of the beer, because it really does... Makes it come alive. Exactly. So, uh, so that's that. Very cool. All right. And you can actually, you can see that. Can you touch the stream? Can you see the stream under the brewery? So there is a culvert in our basement. Um, 
and we can open it up and you can feel the cold air breeze. You can hear it. You can see it if you shine a light down there, but you cannot okay. touch it um, unless you go, you know, not from our basement, but uh, up the stream a little, up the run a little bit where you can uh, get a view. Actually, I took a walk the other day, check out the tannery run where there's different spots in Ambler where you can see the actual waterway and um, saw a snake in there. That was cool. Okay. Helped me, helped reminded me about some of the dragon lore in the tannery run. And um, very yeah, cool. it's pretty sweet. Now, Tim. You do something that's very unique that I've really never seen before. Um, you also have a vessel, a little, you know, a piece of your um, brewing equipment that kind of protrudes out that I really never saw before. So can you tell me a little bit about Splatch Brewing? Sure. Uh, so Splatch Brewing, um, the word Splatch is just a kind of mashup of the words split and batch. So we take one base batch of beer, um, you know, the, the, what's called the mash, and we split it off into two different uh, similar but unique beers. So um, when, we, when you see our logo and we have the two dragons on here, uh, I'll take one base beer and I'll split it off into two different IPAs. Uh, and we name our, dragon, our IPAs after dragons. Uh, what the piece of equipment that you're talking about is we have um, two boiled kettles. So uh, typically, uh, um, you know, the, 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 the standard brew house is made up of three vessels, uh, a hot liquor tank or hot water tank a mash tun where the grains go, and then a boil kettle where you boil the wort. Uh, we have an additional vessel, which is a second boil kettle. So when we split uh, the wort off of the mash, we can boil two different beers. Um, the, um, the purpose of this is to not only uh, get variety and volume at the same time, but also you know, to tweak the beers, uh, maybe one or two variables differently. So uh, when customers drink them side by side, they can be kind of engaged more on different parts of the process or how certain ingredients can influence uh, beers in unique ways. Does that, does that little kettle, doesn't that have a name of some sort? Oh, uh, yeah, that, that was a grant um, that allows the wort to, to, to free flow off uh, out of the mesh tun without uh, being pulled by a suction by the pump. Um, most breweries are going to have that, but most of them, you won't be able to see it as, as prominently as ours is displayed. Uh, I just think that it's worth noting how and why we came to the splash method. We do splash brewing, first of all, like you said, because no one else does it. Um, and, uh, you know, in, in this, uh, humongous world of craft brewing, everyone can make fantastic beer. You know, we're, Tannery Run is not going to make the best hazy IPA because everyone makes crazy, great hazy IPAs. Uh, but we're going to engage customers in a different way than other people do. Um, so that's kind of what our focus is on making us unique, making us different um, as far as the beer side goes. Uh, secondly, you know, the purpose is also to kind of game the system a little bit where we can get uh, variety and volume at the same time. So what would typically be a one seven barrel brew day uh, I turn into two seven barrels in one brew day. So um, the brew days are a couple hours longer, but we're getting more volume and more variety in a shorter amount of labor hours. Our third business partner, Mac, uh, couldn't join us for the call today, but when Tim and Mac started home brewing together, they wanted to brew, but they couldn't decide on what they wanted to brew one day. So they're like, Tim's like, I want to brew an American IPA. And Mac is like, I want to brew a Belgian IPA. And they're like, what can we do here? <laughs> Love it. Hence, the splatch was born of Tannery Run. 
So they're like, all right, we're going to do them both at the same time. Um, we'll just split them off and finish them separately. So our signature splatch is the red, the uh, double dragon splatch. Um, the red dragon is the American IPA and the blue dragon is the Belgian IPA. And when you taste them side by side, they're very different beers, even though they're both IPAs. That, uh, that Belgian yeast really gives it such characteristics. Yeah, and to speak a little bit more directly about the difference between those beers, uh, the uh, American IPA, or more of a West Coast-style IPA, um, you know, they both have the same malts, the pale ale and uh, some Cara Munich, sorry, rather just, just Munich malt. Um, but the American IPA is more aggressively hopped uh, with four different hops. All four of the hops are the same in both beers, but the American IPA is hopped at uh, four pounds per barrel, where the Belgian IPA is hopped at two pounds per barrel. So the same hops, different hopping rate. Also, the American uh, IPA, the West Coast IPA, or the Red Dragon, um, it uses uh, a clean American yeast, the, the Chico strain. Uh, it's very common. Uh, but the Belgian IPA uses um, you know, more of a banana, bubblegummy kind of uh, estuary uh, strain. And we actually also use uh, some Belgian candy sugar in there, too. So... Um, the beers have the same malts and they have the same hops. They have different hopping rates and different yeasts. So uh, you can get the similarities from the malt and the hops, but you can get the differences from the hopping rates and the yeast that we use. Now that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> and on that note, I'm ready for a beer. Wow, wow, wow. What are you drinking? What do we got? I'm drinking the Terrestrial Dragon. This is a good maybe segue to... Hey, we were just about to celebrate our one-year anniversary on March 13th. And as part of that, we um, did our first mobile canning run because we haven't had canned beer other than Crowlers. So we decided to, um, uh, we did the Orboreous Splatch, which is the Terrestrial Dragon and the Celestial Dragon. So, Tim, which one are you? It's the Ouroboros. Pronunciation, sorry. It's okay. Or, uh, Ouroboros is uh, an ancient uh, Norse um, uh, symbol symbology of a dragon eating itself. So, like, you, you've seen it before. It's like a circle where a dragon bites its own tail. I think it's actually – it comes from Norse and Chinese origins, but you, you've seen it before. And, and the, you know, the whole dragon and circular yin-yang aspect of our brewing style really plays well into it. So Carly is drinking the, the terrestrial dragon. I'm drinking the celestial dragon. Uh, this is a splash that we made with both the same base, uh, some pilsner, two-row, some oats, uh, some wheat, obviously. You know, um, uh, What we did differently here is that the Celestial Dragon has uh, the Voskovike, uh, the farmhouse yeast. Fantastic stuff. I cannot uh, appreciate that more. And Carly, um, Carly, the threshold that she's drinking, that is a, a, like a hazy IPA, like a... Um, uh, Double dry hopped. Yeah, so that so that one is double dry. Uh, the one called drinking the terrestrial is double dry hopped with citra and mosaic. Uh, the celestial that I'm drinking is a single dry hopped, but it's it's hopped with citra and azaka. So we kept the base malt similar. We kept one of the hops similar, so they both have citra. One of them has azaka, and then the terrestrial has mosaic. So um, when you have those beers side by side, you can see the, the you can taste the differences with the citra hops. Um, but you can taste the um, sorry the similarities with the citra hops. You can taste the differences with the one has azaka and the other one has mosaic. And to piggyback on this, you have 
you know, when we do the splash brewing, usually to me, originally I was like, all right, you're going to brew a beer and it's going to be 6.8. Now when you splash it, both, uh, both beers are going to be 6.8 ABV, but that's not always the case, is it? No, uh, it, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's kind of a complicated process, you know, just, um, uh, trying to balance them out. It, we usually get pretty close, uh, but we can do some drastically different um, uh, uh, ABVs as well. Uh, there's a, a Scottish method of brewing uh, called uh, Party Guile, and uh, that originated when they would brew the Scottish Wee Heavy or Scottish Strong Ale. Uh, they would have, uh, they would make a very, very strong beer, um, but there would still be some residual sugars uh, um, trapped in those grains that they would want to utilize rather than just, you know, kind of dump it down the drain. So they would, um, after they would brew their, uh, their strong ale, uh, they would run off uh, some very weaker wort and boil that and, and ferment that into like more of a table style beer. Uh, so you would have one very strong, you know, 9, yeah. 10, 11% ABV and one very, you know, mild uh, 4 or 5% ABV. So we've done a couple uh, party gal splatches. Uh, one of the most notable ones was probably the Elder Dragon and the Galactic Drake. Uh, the Elder Dragon was an Imperial IPA coming in at about 10%. And then we are uh, the second runnings of that. We made uh, a session IPA uh, that was about 4%. So that was the same uh, mash. We made one of them very strong and one of them very weak. And then we put that galactic on nitro and that ish was delish. Yeah. Mm. It was very popular. We, we drank that one very quickly. I am, um, I'm, uh, I do have to say that I think that the employees drank maybe a little bit more than they should myself included <laughs> in that because of how, how, how good that it was. But uh, you know, it was good research, and now we know uh, you know what to do for the for the next round. Well, you have to research. Um, I love the name of that because it reminds me of Party Kyle, which you know I've been that once or twice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, please allow for dad jokes, you know, inserted uh, once in a while here. <laughs> it's all good. My girls would have loved that one. Now are you getting to the brewery? We're a central business. How are you guys adapting? You know what. You know, you're, you're, I see you guys in the community, you're delivering beer, you're putting smiles on people's faces. You know, tell me about that. Well, I'd like to start by giving a shout out to my POS system, uh, Toast. Uh, they have been instrumental in how fast we were able to adapt. Uh, you know, uh, so like, you know, th three days before we were going to have our one year anniversary, you know, the governor announced that we were doing, um, you know, a, a shutdown where we couldn't gather more than 100 people. Of course, we canceled the anniversary party, which we're going to change into a different party. Postponed. 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 Right? Postponed is a better word. Um, but I, you know, um, in, that, in that moment, you know, I contacted my POS system, and within 24 or so hours, we already had, um, you know, online uh, ordering and delivery available. Uh, and then they guided me through setting everything up on the back end. Within three days, uh, we had a full working online order website of, of our own and, uh, and, and, and they gave it to us for free. You know, what would usually have costed us, you know, uh, a monthly subscription. They said, listen, we get three months of this for free. We know how, how things are going. And I think that's really been one of the most successful parts of what we've done uh, in our transition here is that, you know, partnering with our POS system and them being so um, adaptable with us that we, we pivoted really quick and, and we've, uh, as of you know, four or so weeks in, we're about 70% delivery and, and about 95% online ordering. Okay. And we are doing both beer and food. We have a restaurant as part of our um, we are yeah. group So of. tell me about the kitchen and what you guys are doing right now. You're in place and order. Is it a full menu? Is it reduced? Is it? 
so at first we we were doing a reduced menu um, the first week or or a week and a half or so. You know, there was a lots of unknown, so we we kind of stuck with what we knew, mostly just sandwiches. Um, uh, now I think that we've uh, been able to adapt uh, uh, to to a degree. We've got the right takeout containers and paper bags, and you know all the stuff that that we need to, to adjust. Uh, we the menu is almost exactly or maybe even greater than what it was previous to this so we put on some new flatbreads we've, we've taken off a couple of things that just don't travel well um, but you know the our classic sandwiches that sold really well the Cuban the French dip those all travel well we've gotten a lot of orders for those our flatbreads are, are really uh, climbing uh, quickly um, Brussels sprouts mm -hmm. we sell uh, the roasted cauliflower I mean uh, wedges all, all that stuff um, that we already had uh, in-house is uh, is selling really well um, for delivery and, and for pickup. That's incredible. Now I'm hungry. <laughs> we also started doing uh, beer and food combo orders. So everybody loves a deal, right? So you can get the Netflix and chill, which includes some crawlers and some flatbreads. Or uh, um, we had an I'm doing me burger and a crawler deal. Um, but you know, I think it's important to say that like the food supply chain is evolving as well. So not everything is available to us at a cost effective rate anymore. So we're just evolving with what's available. One of the things that I've seen most dr dramatically change for us is that um, though we can still get fresh vegetables, the quantities that we have to order certain things in like leeks, a whole case of leeks, you know, with we're not selling enough mushroom leek flatbreads right now to keep leeks in house. You know, it's just, I would love to, but half the case goes bad. You know, then that's a waste of money. So unfortunately yeah. certain things like leeks, mushroom leek flatbread has to come off the menu. So wing prices have, have dropped dramatically. So we have uh, jumped on that as much as we can. And we're offering, you know, a pound and a half of wings for 10 bucks, which is, which is a fantastic deal. And we can still make money off of that price because, you know, as Carly said, supply chain. Um, yeah. Has there been, you know, I know there's been kind of some issues with cans and crawlers. Is there a shortage of getting those takeout containers and plasticware? Be prepared. <laughs> so we, we thankfully we ordered a, an entire pallet of crawlers right before this happened. Um, we've since ordered another pallet of crawlers uh, that is still on back order. We have enough to last for a few more weeks. Um, and, you know, one of our most popular specials right now is a two for 20 crawlers. So, you know, I've gotten, we, we sell, we sell a boatload of crawlers every single day. Uh, I deliver just crawler orders, you know, probably 30, 30% of the orders that we get are like four six or eight crawlers at, at, at one time. Um, so there, I am a little bit worried that we're not going to be able to keep up with the supply, but we do have enough crawlers to last a couple more weeks right now. But I've seen a lot of other people reaching out to me saying, Hey, can we buy some of your crawlers? But luckily, we did that mobile canning run just before the anniversary. So we had two pallets of 16-ounce cans um, of delicious IPA. Opportunity favors the prepared bind. That's right. Cool. So what else would be coming back, you know, around? We're going to have, you know, once we're back, all allowed to be uh, socially close, um, we'll, we'll reschedule the, <laughs> uh, the anniversary party. Dragon's Day, part of that is our um, tannery feud. We nice. love game shows. So um, looking for uh, wonderful people like yourself to come and compete with a team of three other people. We're going to play, Steve. 
<laughs> Woohoo! No whammies. <laughs> no whammies. Yeah, that should be fun. You know, uh, I have the feeling that we're going to end up easing back into this, where we're going to remove some tables. And once we're open, you know, there's some tables are yeah. going to have to go out. You know, we're going to have a very limited amount of people that can come in. And you know, once once um, everyone feels comfortable, not just us, not just you know what some of our, our lawmakers may say, but once everyone feels comfortable, that's when we're going to you know get back into the swing of party time and party, Kyle. That's right. Da, 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 da. <laughs> I love you too. Poke it up, poke it up, poke it up, Afro. Have you seen Madagascar 3? I'm sorry. It's a fantastic movie, I thought. I got that. I got the new trolls going, you know. Cool. So what else, uh, what else might be going into uh, the kettle sometime soon here? Uh, so we just released uh, our first hard seltzer, uh, raspberry hard seltzer. It's like 4% alcohol, like... 93 calories or something along those lines. It's good. I mean, it's a raspberry seltzer. It's exactly what you think it would be. Uh, also, we just, get it in a crowler. Get it in a crowler. That's the only way you can get it right now. Um, we also just released uh, a guava lime goza. That um, this, I think this is the fifth goza that we've made, and it easily our best. The flavors are just fantastic. It's tart with the right amount of funk with some good fruity notes, and the, the, the kefir lime leaves uh, really um, – um, adds like a a, a, a a dimension like a what is that you know that little spicy in, in the background dimension that I, I, I'm really uh, really proud of that one je ne sais quoi je ne sais quoi that's right <laughs> as far as what we're go- what's coming up next uh, we have got two pilsners currently lagering and the uh, the goal is to perhaps can those uh, once we get some of the dis- disaster relief uh, SBA loans put those in cans and also bringing the Red Dragon back because that is that West Coast IPA has probably been the most popular beer of all. How can, uh, how can the folks order from you guys? Where can we find your stuff? Where can we find you on social media? www.tanneryrun.com. That's T-A-N-N-E-R-Y-R-U-N.com. <laughs> oh, you're the best. I love it. And then you're on. Um... <laughs> or hold on. Ooh. Or call us Tuesday through Sunday. 4 to 8 p.m. at 215-613-1113. Boom. And we can take your order over the phone. Love it, love it, love it. Shouts to Toast, right? That's right. Shout out to Toast. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll, uh, we'll wrap it up. Anything else you want to throw out there? Thanks, everyone, for, for your support. Um, we've had you know, uh, a great amount of people uh, ordering from us, supporting us, uh, and, and we really we couldn't get through without the people um, in our community that really make a difference and, and shout out to those people for, for keeping us afloat. Absolutely. And wonderful staff members, um, that are working their butts off and, uh, just thinking of the staff members that are not currently working that, uh, we hope to bring you back as soon as possible. Cool. All right, guys. We'll appreciate your time. Thanks, Kyle. Thank you, Kyle. This was fun. Yeah, it was. All right, that'll do it for today's episode. Thanks for listening. I hope you find this valuable. Please follow on Spotify or subscribe on Apple. And while you're at Apple, please go ahead and give us a five-star rating. It helps us get noticed among the craft beverage community there. Thank you. Cheers and beer. Mighty things.